All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. We appreciate you being here. And um, as always, we appreciate any comments, likes, uh, subscriptions that you can provide. And uh, as always, we ask if you find this beneficial and useful that you'd share it with someone. And I'm joined in the studio today with Jake. And Jake, Jake um, you're supposed to ask me, how am I doing today? How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing fine as frog hair. And, but frogs don't have hair, Matt. Exactly. So that's one of those Texas expressions apparently you don't say in Pennsylvania. We do but, not say that. So, but if you're fine as frog hair, that means things are really good. Things are going good for you because frogs don't have hair. So, that, yeah, that's it's so fine you can't see it. That's right. Got it. That's right. I'll, maybe I'll carry that back and tell that to my mother and see what she says. Yes, she probably will be confused. <laughs> Although she probably knows. who You know mothers. Yeah, yeah. They know things. So don't you have a word for me today? Yes. There. So there's a Polish sausage that I don't think you've ever heard of called kielbasa. Uh, no, I don't know what a kielbasa is. Um, so, you know, we do have bratwurst, but I know what those are. But and those are t typically non-kosher, and I'm not able to eat them. Is a kielbasa a kosher thing? It can be. Can typically, be. it's not. But you can get your all-beef kielbasa, which mm -hmm. is what we go after. And uh, but yeah, it's just a. It's so strange when when people say they don't even know what that is. <laughs> mm -hmm. It makes no sense to me. But it's just a Polish kind of sausage. They love it with their sauerkraut and stuff yeah so sounds good you eat it like in a bun you know what's really good is yeah you could eat it in a bun fry it on the grill is really good or if you uh uh put it in a crock pot with some barbecue sauce and a beer mm. it's actually very good mm -hmm. and it is nice and good for you well, so. sounds <laughs> Fan good. It's fantastic. Uh, so you recommend that. Well, it's always good to learn something um, from the land of Pennsylvania. Yes, and from Texas. Yes, uh, very good. So well, I understand you have something interesting that's uh, maybe a, a seasonable thing. Uh, we're in the season of of uh, the pagan winter solstice, uh, right? Ho holiday time. Yeah, and uh, I ran across. This this is not of my own making, but it's something I heard, and at one point I saw a post on it, a blog on it, or something. I saw it somewhere on the online and in the interwebs, and I cannot find it again, but it's it was very interesting to me, and most people haven't heard this, so I figured we'd bring it we'd bring it here, so so that everyone can be involved since we have such a wide audience, yes. that now everyone will have heard it. That's right. So Worldwide. Yeah. So the whole, the point of this one is don't be a Scrooge, okay? You don't want to be a Scrooge. So if you've heard that phrase, what does that, what does that mean to you typically? Well, I definitely, I've seen and read Christmas Carol by Mr. Charles Dickens and uh, seen the play and... Um, definitely, I would assume the Scrooge is somebody that's very stingy, 
and doesn't like to spend money and doesn't, you know, especially he tends to be a wealthy person and, um, you know, has employees that he makes work really hard and work through the Christmas day, uh, regardless of what they have going on, doesn't seem to care about, you know, what family things they have going on and doesn't even want to give them one day off per year to uh, participate in them. And have you ever been told that by someone because of your your stance on Christmas? Have you has anyone said, Matt, you're being a Scrooge? No, no one has ever really told me that about uh, about Christmas. But maybe you know, if I'm wanting to be cheap on something and not spend the money, they'll be like, you know, you're a Scrooge. Okay. Um. So generally, right, it's referring to someone that's unwilling to give to others right screwed from the story uh, doesn't want to give it to the charity doesn't the government take care of that and all this stuff uh and then or the poor houses uh and then well it's just someone that has a bad attitude about christmas we'll get that label too so someone stingy and miserly and greedy or someone who is grumpy at christmas time um and, right, it's referencing Ebenezer Scrooge from the Christmas Carol story, um, who is portrayed that way. At the beginning, anyway. So, I think there's a couple points I want to make about about this. And uh, one, it has been made over and over again about the anti-Semitism in that story. About how he's uh, a greedy banker jew with a pointy nose if you read the story it describes him as a with a pointy nose and clearly his name is is of the jewish uh sound to it with ebenezer yeah Mm -hmm. you know but actually i never had even thought about that till you said that one day and i was like huh that's pretty interesting yeah and so uh but at the end right uh uh, he opens his heart to the spirit of Christmas, and then he's become saved, right, as it were. Um, and then I, I suppose you could say it's only anti-Semitic towards the Jewish faith, towards Judaism, not towards Jews themselves, mm-hmm. right? It's just more towards the faith. Because once he's once he's converted to the spirit of Christmas, he's everyone loves him, and he's the good guy now. Um so, uh, let's see. So, considering the three ghosts as the three spirits of Christ's mass, right? There's a trinity of spirits, right? Uh, and they visit a greedy Jewish banker to preach redemption and salvation, right? Because these Jewish folks don't get it, right? So, we need to convert them. Uh so yeah, there's some of that. There's some of the anti anti-Semitism, and uh, when you hear people say "Don't be a Scrooge," they're really saying "Don't be the Scrooge from the beginning of the story," right? Um, but what I'm saying is, don't be any of the Scrooge, right? The whole way through, he's not. He's he's all mixed up. Hmm. Um, so uh, we'll we'll start kind of here. So lest you forget. Scrooge, when he goes back to the past, uh, 
he's shown as participating in an office Christmas party with the previous owner, Fezziwig. Or, oh, uh-huh, yeah. Um, so he was, if he was Jewish, he at least he wasn't a practicing Jew in that he was abstaining from those kind of traditions. Um, but a kind of a kind of an aside there. Um, does anybody else find it strange that practicing Jews uh, will promote the keeping of Christmas by non-Jews? It is strange. It's weird to me. Mm -hmm. It's 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 like a good enough for thee, but not for me, and it, it's it's like a, we got the right thing, but. Uh, go ahead and do that. It's I don't understand that mindset. I guess mm -hmm. maybe I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. That's uh, that is a strange thing to wrap your mind around that they could do that. But yeah, and they I think do. I think it comes to the fact that they they respect Christianity most from what I understand. They respect Christianity and they just think, okay, well we just don't believe that part of it. And if you believe that part. Sure, do the do the Merry Christmas, and they they also think that it's the worship of the Savior being born by the Christians. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's not the pagan I idea attached to it through Judaism a lot either. At least, uh, you know, people that are vocal about about those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because. Keely and I had to go out, and we went shopping Friday night, and the we went to uh, the store that has red on it in like a um, circular shape on the logo. Okay. And um, so you all probably know what store what store that would be, and they had all kinds of Christmas music just blaring, and they were you know. It's just odd how that is so pushed, and you can't get away from it, yeah. and everyone seems to embrace it. It doesn't matter if they are Muslim or Hindu or Jewish or whatever. Everyone just kind of adopts it and, and, and takes part in it. Yeah. Nobody seems to question it or, or you know, they just go along with it. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the other things that I was going to ask is escaping me. Oh, yeah. On, on that note, leave your comments. What do you say when you're leaving a store and someone says, Merry Christmas? Because that was like one of the first things for us was like, uh, no response. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, You get all like, oh, I didn't even think about what I need to say in this situation because mm -hmm. I don't want to wish Godspeed on the person that, you know, isn't, uh, tells you basically not to wish Godspeed on the person. But I'm not, I don't want to support the Merry Christmas thing. So why would I say Merry Christmas to you as well? And we kind of fell on, well, have a blessed day or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, but. Uh, if, I don't know if you have no, that's, on that. No, that's good. You know, I do get that a lot, you know, because I'm in the public and I am in a position in sales. And, you know, I do have to kind of be careful with things that I say because I don't want to turn. I have to be pretty neutral with mm -hmm. my clients. And um, but and so they will tell me sometimes things like that. And I'll, I'll usually just say thank you. And sometimes 
you know, I usually, I usually just say that, mm-hmm. and that's it, you know, because I know that they mean mean it to be some good thing, right? And so I don't, I don't feel like I'm really participating. I just say thank you, yeah. And they're probably expecting me to say Merry Christmas back to you or something, yeah. But I just leave it at thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I just wonder what goes through people's mind when they <laughs> when they hear that. But, mm-hmm. um, well, I did. I did it today to some somebody, and I could tell she was really wanting me, I think, to say "Merry Christmas" back to her, and I didn't. Yeah, so. it causes people to take a step back. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, if you have any uh, tips on responses to that, add them in the comments. Yeah, that'd be good. We'd like to hear hear that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I'm saying don't be any of the Scrooge, not for the Scrooge from the beginning, not the Scrooge at the end, okay? So the story shows a Jewish man who refuses to participate in the pagan holy day of Christmas, right? And then he's berated for it constantly, right? They set up decorations, and they're foisted upon him, and when he doesn't like it, um... Then he's met with scorn from the people around him. Uh, they're trying to force him into accepting their their feast day, their holy day. Uh, basically, their idolatry, essentially. Uh, granted, Ebenezer doesn't come at it with, like, love. <laughs> so, right. We're not saying we think he's a good guy, right. necessarily, or right. someone to emulate. Right. We're, we're still saying don't be a Scrooge, mm-hmm. but... Kind of for a different reason, maybe, than what is typically meant. Um, So, let's see. Yeah, but at least at the beginning, he's holding to his principles. He's like, no, I'm not doing that Christmas stuff, right? And then he goes home where a demon spirit comes to him and tells him to change his quote-unquote evil ways, right? Uh, So, this is... Ebenezer engaging in necromancy, Mm. for one. Uh, And if he was reading his Bible, he would have been instructed to to, uh, dismiss that spirit, right? Uh, He didn't read 1 Samuel 27-28 with the Witch of Endor. Endor, Yeah. Yeah. And then... So he's visited by three other demons... Uh, and they use terror and fear to con him into worshiping uh, a false deity who was born on December 25th. Hmm. And so Scrooge abandons his principles out of fear from demons and turn to the spirit of Christmas for his salvation. So don't be a Scrooge. Don't deny the truth. And turn from your principles only to follow the fun in Christmas, uh, the fun of Christmas out of the fear from evil spirits and the harassment from others. So our message is don't be a Scrooge at all. Any of it. Any of the Scrooging. That's good. So that definitely was a different take on that story. And it is something you have to think about because... People ask you, what are you doing for Christmas? And what are you doing, you know, uh, you know, they do ask you those kinds of questions. And if you haven't thought about an answer, you do need to have one. So. Yeah. 
and then um, because it is an opportunity to and then when you get back from work some some people may already be off work now and when you come back from work people are going to ask you what How you was did your Christmas vacation mm-hmm. right and, and I do think that you can answer that in in, in a loving way right and you, do, you we don't have to be jerks about it yeah because you don't you, have to be a scrooge about it that's right you don't have to be a scrooge about it because you know you could be like well my goodness let me tell you it's not christmas you know i mean yeah. you could go and be ridiculous or yeah. you could just say well in my house we celebrated hanukkah in this time and you know yeah. and and that's an easy kind of softer introduction and then if they have questions if they're kind of interested they might ask you but i find most people will just the conversation just kind of Stops. It kind of walks away. Yeah, they're like, it, it, oh. It just backs away into the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend I never said anything. Right. I liked what you said, backing into the bushes. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, so don't be surprised if you get that too. Right. And that's really all I had. I just wanted, I thought that was an interesting take on, on what Scrooge really is and uh, how you can kind of apply it to a walk. And I thought, I just thought that was cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So as always, you know, uh, we ask for comments. We ask you to investigate these things, go look it up, see what you think, see if, see if it's possible that, um, that story has been twisted on its head and it's different than what you thought it was. And I think there's a high probability that that story has been twisted and it's not what you thought it was along with many other things. Yeah. So, but we appreciate your time today. Appreciate your subscribing to the channel. And uh, as always, thank you for listening to Shabbat Lounge. Thanks.